you? It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is our plan. Welcome to the 10th episode of the Chronicle News Dump, where we go through the hottest topics in the greater Lewis County news scene and discuss. I'm Emmy-winning Best of Lewis County host Aaron Vantile, joined, as always, by Little Caesars Employee of the Month for February 2004, Eric Schwartz. Accurate. And Chronicle staff TikTok teen Jared Nightcrawler Wenzelberger. Also accurate. accurate. Gentlemen, how are you two doing? Briefly, before I can continue with the opening spiel. Well... Well, well, well. It's Tuesday, September 1st, and we are still riding high from a glorious showing at the Best of Lewis County Awards Gala. Our podcast contracts have been renewed for at least three <laughs> additional episodes. Until they listen to this one, we don't have a lot in the tank. We blew it all in the awards gala. It's true. I'm exhausted. The after parties, Aaron, oh my goodness. They went until the wee hours of Thursday, Friday morning. It was a long night out on the town, uh, being glad-handed. Uh, my tuxedo is never going to be the same. I watched the uh, sunrise over Centralia with uh, five or six Best of Lewis County winners. So it was it was quite a night, and a little biased, but I'd say we did a fantastic job. Best podcast hosts, maybe coming next year. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've got to be in the running uh, behind... I, I don't really... I don't also, really worst pos- podcast hosts. <laughs> Yes, if you haven't listened to that and want to know who won Best of Lewis County because you didn't happen to pick up an edition of Saturday's Chronicle, the podcast link is available on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, wherever you might get your podcast, and cronline.com, the homepage. You can just click a link and it'll start playing. Uh, whether you are at home, in your car, um, in a bathroom stall, avoiding work, Wherever you might be, you can listen to 45 glorious minutes of us reading names. Pretty exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff. Hopefully we'll, we'll host a live gala next year. That would be lovely. Uh, fingers crossed. In other news, school. School's back in session. Started today. Uh, did you stand outside the bus waiting for your kids to get on this morning? Schwartz? I did not. I was at work. Um, I'm sure uh, Mrs. Schwartz didn't stand by the bus but taught our children. Uh, did you consider faking out uh, your young son and telling him the bus was coming and then pretending he had just missed it to get a dose of real life? I'm more concerned. Do you think kids can no longer fake sick to not go to school since they're learning at home? Like, that's just destroyed a part of a child's childhood? Yeah, I mean, that's an important school you learn from the... uh, important experience you learn from, from going to school is how to fake being sick and... Make your hands a little clammy, and oh, my stomach hurts, and my head hurts, everything just hurts. Really, I can't go to school today, and your parents leave, and you stay home all day watching Price is Right, Wheel of whatever else is on TV during the day these days. But there's just no TV, so they just stay at home watching TikTok videos. Nightcrawler, your thoughts? Well, I, I think they uh, always have the excuse of technology, like you said. So if they're not playing sick, they could always use technology as their ah, excuse. Sabotage wow. the device. A bad Zoom connection is the new feeling <laughs> sick. So Maybe you switch over and use the Wi-Fi from down the street rather than your own Wi-Fi. And it's just running a little too rough to operate. Yeah, you know, you're getting a bad connection. You just keep, keep dropping the call. Uh, so, yeah. 
what's the latest? We heard anything on when schools are potentially thinking about going back? Has there been any news on that front? I haven't heard any discussion on when they might potentially go back. Um, I know that the schools are, are in three categories as far as the state's concerned, high risk, moderate, um, and good to go, basically, mm -hmm. um, at least very low threat. Um, but beyond that, no, I haven't, I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard any um, on, the, on the either way. Yeah. Well, we, Washington is not Idaho where kids are going to school. Uh, our good friend and former Chronicle photographer Pete Castor took photos of the Clarkston School District. Clarkston? Yeah, I think so. I think it was Clarkston, where they were all in class, and Pete was there taking photos. It was on the front page of the Seattle Times today, yesterday. Yeah, Pete Castor, friend of ours, but not friend of the podcast. He's refused multiple offers to, to come on. He, is, he has his own podcast in uh, Lewiston, where he ranks gas station pizza every week. But I think a lot of parents are still upset about it. We had a story last week by Jackson Gardner. Um, parents of Adna School District students meet to discuss concerns of remote learning model. I think you had about 75. 75, Nightcrawler, you were out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a real group. About 75, and they met outside. Um, looks like a fairly socially distanced event to more or less say we don't like this at all, and we would like to talk about getting back into school. Yeah, and... Uh... Speaking of that meeting, I believe Commissioner Bobby Jackson was there. Yes, as was Edna Fund. I've noticed uh, in the pandemic era, so we don't have parades anymore and there's no events, and those were really mm -hmm. the lifeblood of a political campaign. Yes. That politicians that are up for office are just showing up at every possible meeting. Like <laughs> you, you just got to be there. If you have like a poker game of like eight or nine people, they might show up. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got extra money to burn. <laughs> they do, and they they might support your cause as well, so... Um, isn't there, I think, I'm trying to take a look for it at uh, cronline.com. Yeah, there's an informational meeting being set up with Lewis County Public Health Health regarding uh, schools. So maybe that, that will provide some answers in terms of what kind of timeline we're looking at. Um, there was a story by Celine Fitzgerald in the Saturday edition of the Chronicle on it. Comes after uh, Chehalis School Board member Jay Vanderstoop suggested this very thing. So um, he mm, suggested that, and then right away there's going to be a meeting, and they haven't announced the date and time, but we'll have that in the Chronicle and at Chronline.com when it happens. I think that's a great idea. It's going to be Lewis County superintendents, uh, the commissioners, the public who's going to be able to log in and watch, um, as well as the health department and local pediatricians. So... All right. Well, that will be interesting. Kind of wished we had that before school started. Not to, you know, second guess here, but that seems like it would have been a good thing to have before the first day of school. It would have been nice to, uh, yeah, have a little uh, high-level, top-down input to kind of get some, you know, opinions on the decision-making there. Uh, yeah, that would have been cool. The other thing that, that they talked about in that story is something that bugs the heck out of me. So... We have the three newspapers, Chronicle, NVN, um, and The Reflector. They all have their own health departments. Uh, Thurston County and Clark County both tell you how many cases have occurred per zip code. Mm -hmm. um, and Lewis County continues to insist they can't do that because they have too many zip codes and um, too, too few, few cases. cases. But I don't, I, don't really, I don't really buy that at this point. I think that's something that they could and should do. Um, not so people can avoid those areas, but just so they can be aware of them. Yeah. I mean, if there's one particular zip code that's just oozing with a virus, then I would probably drive around it. <laughs> Not even going to slow down. <laughs> Y'all, I will go through a field if I have to. <laughs> All right. Speaking of the commissioners, Commissioner Bobby Jackson uh, 
has resumed attending meetings in person wearing a quote humanity shield. I believe he sent his, did he send a press release? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to have a hot take here. I've been here about as long as you Aaron, 2004. Oh. Seen a lot of craziness. Um, Speedo Man, for instance. Speedo Man, uh, what a hero. What a hero. We've had some wild stories. This is by far the stupidest story I have ever seen in the Chronicle. And there have been some stupid stories. There have been. I wrote plenty of myself. I wrote some. Many a dumb story. Jared's taken photos for them. Yes. I mean... What the what the hell? <laughs> like we have to have a Lewis County press release that one commissioner is finally doing what is you know, the law? Yes. <laughs> like I get that he disagrees with it. Why don't you just put the humanity shield as it's called and go on with your life? I don't know why we have to know about it as it doesn't make sense to me. You know, I too send a press release every morning before I go to work <laughs> that I am going to work. Everybody I'm I'm walking to my living room, I'm sitting down at my desk. Notice a cup of coffee. <laughs> Notice I'm to, wearing pants today. Exactly. It's a big move. <laughs> I'm going to wear khakis uh, tomorrow, just to let everyone know you've been put on notice. I'm in a khaki mood. Uh, what is a humanity shield? That's is this thi- a Captain America situation? <laughs> That's the thing. That's the name of the product, so it's a, it's a trademark thing, and if anybody wants to Google it, they can. Um, and it's a fine, it's a fine device, but it, uh, the best way to describe it, uh, Chronicle editor Natalie Johnson put it this way, is it looks like the, the uh, helmet for a beekeeping suit. Is it's, you've got the visor that covers your face completely, uh-huh. and then uh, fabric or some sort of material that kind of rests on the neck and keeps anything you're breathing in there. Mm-hmm. It looks more restrictive than a mask, in my opinion, but... I don't. I don't know. It must be easier for the commissioner to breathe in that one. You're describing it as the hazmat suit Marty McFly wore when he went back to 1955 <laughs> in the film Back to the Future. Is that accurate? Yeah, it's accurate. He was I guess. mistaken for a Martian, I believe, by the friendly farmer. It doesn't look that dissimilar to that. Um, prior to this, he was wearing a spit guard. Um, uh-huh. God, 2020 is so stupid. <laughs> he was wearing a spit guard that kind of like rested just below his chin. Uh-huh. I know they can't see at home as I'm gesturing here, but it was probably <laughs> what four or chin. five inches uh, tall, and it doesn't cover the face or the nose, anything like that. Um, I think it's more for like if you're preparing food or something. Yes, but uh, well, he has been known to eat in meetings, correct? I don't know that. Okay. They do offer donuts at commissioner. There meetings. you go. Case closed. I think there's two things that we need to know. One is that Elle and I had been recently come down to the county to check on things, so maybe that's why we have a press release. Um, <laughs> and also, I believe the commissioner was down 19 points to challenger Lindsey Pollock in uh, in the primary election. Not suggesting that those are related, um, but it, it is a dots. change. Yeah, it's it is something. Um, and I don't mean to say Commissioner Jackson is stupid or people that don't wear a mask are stupid. I just mean having the to send a press is. release out that one of the commissioners will be wearing a humanity shield. Is, <laughs> I laughed at my desk for a solid two minutes. If you would have told me in February that that was a headline we were going to see, first of all, I probably would have guessed which commissioner it was going to be. And sure. second of all, I would have wondered what was going to befall our precious county. <laughs> I I screenshotted that press release and sent it to all my friends. I was I was that taken with it. So, what content? What do you think about about that crawler? I, I, Give us your take. I I mean, if Bobby Jackson wants to wear a humanity shield, I mean, it, it, I think it's going to be good for all the commissioners to see Bobby Jackson back in that meeting room. 
in a human that's a, shield. That's a very good take, Crawler. It is best that our elected officials are working together um, and that the three commissioners are on the same page or at least in the same room. Yeah. Good take. I knew you <clears> had <throat> it in you. Uh, there is one comment on that story. I know you like comments. Uh, I haven't seen it. This is from DevastationPackwood.com. That's the name of the user. Oh, this is a Cronline comment. They okay. say, well, they say kind of what I suggested. Commissioner Jackson misjudged that being the mask rebel would resonate with District 2 voters, but he got creamed in the primary with Dr. Lindsay Pollock getting 59% and Jackson's 40%. So I'm not the only person who Ooh, it's, it's my head goes there. A fair take on the situation. Still more from the commissioners. The Lewis County Board of Commissioners on Monday voted to accept a little over $480,000 from the Washington Administrative Offices of the Courts to upgrade Lewis County Superior and District Court video conferencing abilities. So this is like like a like an Xbox One. PS5 yes, they're going to turn the court system into a video game. That's Finally. what it is. Yeah, um, would be yeah. a fun game though. Yes, if you're if the. If the the judge is uh, <laughs> ruling you guilty and like hammering down the gavel. You got to tap A really, really fast as many times as you can to get your your odds back up. <laughs> Final to to object, object. Do you think that the county would invest half a million dollars into making the court remote if they weren't going to continue doing that? Well, after this pandemic is over. Um, it's not the court's money. It's not like they. Just no, no, no. I know that, but do you think that they would? They 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 go through the effort of updating the system because you're not going to just toss that aside when this is all over with. I'm just saying. No, it, it sounds things. like it, uh, yeah, it could change things. I mean, I think a lot of a lot of entities are kind of moving towards that of, hey, if we can do this remotely, we can do this remotely and save everybody some time and effort and, you know, people can work without pants on to their heart's content if, uh, if you can just do court from home. You know, we figured that out with the Chronicle too, besides the reporters and photographers, obviously. Um, we were able to pretty much put the put the paper out for a couple months with no pants on collectively. Yeah, uh, I mean, I put the sports section out for ten years with no pants on. Uh, I was see. wearing my shield, however. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wouldn't it be easy to read? I'm not trying to fall back to that, but wouldn't that be easy, Aaron, to read that headline as Bobby Jackson agrees to wear human shield? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I believe that's the editor. I've taped this human, <laughs> I've human shield. this human being to my front, and they will absorb all of the COVID. It's okay; they have antibodies. Um, <laughs> I drug us backwards. <laughs> I yeah, I thought you were going to go a different direction with that take. Um, Anyway, we had a story on British food in Chehalis. Carla, you took photos of this. Describe their British food. Um, there was a lot of lamb involved in the food. Um, I know Shona cooking it. Uh, yeah, there were pastries. There no, were the was lambs cooking the food. The lambs what were not question. cooking the food. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Shona was cooking the food, and I hear she makes a killer dish. So I would definitely go. Check her out. I have where, heard uh, rave reviews. Where is the... What is it? Shona's Shona's place? Shona's Food Company. Okay. Where is it located? It's in Chehalis. Where at? So it's right next to the theater. So it's like a block away from the pub. Is, is that is that your, <laughs> that's your center of yes. uh, Chehalis? In Pecaster fashion, everything is measured by distance. So right in downtown Chehalis. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right downtown Chehalis. It's uh, right by, uh, is it Black Sheep Creamery? Black Sheep Creamery, yes. Yep, yep. So, yeah, it's right in that shop, and uh, she has a bunch of dishes that she had prepared. Uh, one was potato, cabbage, chive, and sheep cheese pastries. Wow. So That's all right. That sounds uh, tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a bunch of dishes down there, and... Um, Looks like lamb pies as well, in the mm. story written by Eric Trent. Yep. No, it looks, uh, it looks fantastic. The address is 570 North Market Boulevard, if anyone's wondering. Okay. And she's the former head chef of Jeremy's Farm to Table and Joy's Once Upon a Time. Two restaurants with very good reputations for their food, so that should uh, tell you something. Joy's Once Upon a Time was all over the best of Lewis County. Ah, uh, yes, I believe uh, best <clears throat> customer service and best place to work. Yeah, yeah. it's true. All right, great. Cronline.com slash business for all our Chronicle business coverage. Yes, and if you have a business feature you would like to see in the Chronicle, contact... Eric Trent at etrent at cronline.com. Yes. Meanwhile, here in Centralia, the Centralia City Council voted to grant its remaining CARES Act funding to the Centralia Downtown Association to get... Oh, I really... I, I miss judged how I was going to finish that sentence up <laughs> to give out small business loans to Centralia businesses and to the Centralia Shayless Chamber of Commerce for personal protective kits for businesses at its Tuesday evening meeting. Uh, they're splitting it down the middle. That's $84,000 split in two, $42,000 each. Uh, what is the CARES Act funding going to as far as CDA stuff? Small business loans? Uh, yeah, this I mean, that's what you just said. This isn't scripts. That's something <laughs> No, else. no, no. The script is something else, and I'm, we need to check in to see if, if people even applied for that, because that deadline was back in August. Um, I would like to know who is who is getting scripts and how they're being spent and all that. Right, I'm yes. You want everyone else's business. These look like small business loans. Um, the money for the Centralia Chehalis Chamber of Commerce, I think, is very well spent um, as far as getting the Personal protective kits for businesses can be a real pain, especially if you're one of these small shops where maybe one, two, three, maybe four employees um, to make sure you're, you're always up on that, the PPE. And I think the chamber's done a great job of that, and as has chamber director Alicia Bull. Uh, city manager Rob Hill says he's confident the city will receive more funding to offset the COVID-19 impacts within the community. Well, Governor Jay Inslee would share that because uh, he's holding out for more federal money as well. There doesn't seem to be any indication of a deal in Washington, D.C. to do so. There's clowns in Congress. I know. Both sides. Bunch of clowns. I'm telling you what. Um, but, yeah, it doesn't sound like that's, that's going to happen at least in the next week. But uh, I think a lot of governments are holding out and waiting to see, should we pull the trigger and eliminate some services or employees, or should we wait and see if the feds are going to come up with, uh, with some money for us? Mm-hmm. So we'll see. You'd think there has to be something eventually, though. Yeah, sooner or later. Um, I mean, again, in Centralia, the Port of Centralia has delayed its decision on a new commissioner. They may vote this week. Uh, Julie Shaffley and Peter Laman, Laman, mm-hmm. Lama, Laman, Laman. They interviewed the five potential candidates to fill the vacancy in the District One seat. That was Dan Cahey's old seat, I believe. The five candidates being considered for the commission are William Lund, Michael Mahoney, Kyle Markstrom, Richard Schnatterly, and your girl Indy Waring. Who who you got? If you're uh, Who's the odds-on favorite here? Who are you putting money on? Well, I've got to pick Lindy Waring, but I'm biased. She used to work here at the Chronicle. She headed up our advertising department company-wide. Mm-hmm. So she did a fantastic job, so I, w- I would want her. 
Uh, why are they delaying the decision? Oh, I think it's uh, it's kind of funny. You've got uh, two commissioners, so there's no there's you've got the opportunity for a one versus one, um, mm-hmm. and it just seems like a standoff. My guess, and this is a total guess. I'm not even think I haven't read that whole story. Um, I wow. think uh, one of them wants one candidate, one of them wants the other, and they can't compromise on a third. Uh, I think they need to let the three that are not being uh, considered go. And mm-hmm. then put the other two in a head-to-head situation. Speed rounds. Yeah, maybe. Something like that. Uh, Cahey's departure, I think Cahey would have sided more with uh, Shafley on a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lawman is the newest member of the board. And I think uh, he wants to make sure that he's not going into another position where maybe he's, he's the, the minority guy. Out. Yeah, But uh, it'll be interesting to see how it comes out. I think the Port of Centralia does not get enough credit, though, for the fact that it brought in UNFI, the Unified Grocers, um, out there just before this pandemic. Um, you got to think how many people are employed there, and I don't know the number, so I'm not going to guess. But that's a kind of a protected industry right now. Groceries is not being harmed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that really helped our, our pandemic readiness, I think. All right. Uh, yeah, so... Then Kyle Heaton would be the Brad Wesley of Centralia. Indeed. I don't know that reference, but that's I'm the, assuming it's a positive <clears> one. That's a, that's a Roadhouse reference. No. Well, that's the second week, week in a row of a it's Roadhouse. It's the same <laughs> reference, too. Okay, sorry. I brought J.C. Penny to this town. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, there was no Roadhouse reference in the awards gala. Can we get to the People's Champion? Yes. This week's People's Champion... Uh, Award we've been doing since the beginning of time, a very storied award. Uh, people are clamoring to be recognized in this section of the podcast. This is the second one? Third one. Oh, uh, that's right. The People's Champion of the Week is Nightcrawler for rushing to the scene oh. of a police chase, risking life and limb to get photos. Surprise, op- Crawler. Apprehending photos of the man in question. Nightcrawler, paint us a picture. Soak it in. Yeah, so um, I heard that there was a bunch of police vehicles in front of my house, so I ran out with my camera and uh, started taking video and photos. And um, as I'm taking photos, a police officer goes, there he is, and points to the guy as he jogs across to my street. (laughs) So I, I watched him attempt to... Um, hop a fence and cross train tracks so um, I tried to go to my backyard and see where he went and just as I did that uh, the police were also hopping the fence in foot pursuit after the man and were they at all concerned about a young photographer just running along with them as, as they did their did work? Did you outrun any of them? I think they were more worried about trying to find the guy. I heard they were chasing him all the way from Ethel so... Um, yes, they were Did chasing you hear them. That, and that story from the Chronicle that accompanies your photos. <laughs> it, it's yeah, Jackson wrote a great story there. So, what a yeah. banger! I want to paint the picture additionally before I had more questions. But it, what it really is is it's a story in four photos uh, on Facebook. I shared it yesterday. I think it was up to a reach of like twenty thousand or something, fifteen thousand, twenty thousand. So a lot of people saw it. A lot of compliments for you, Jared, in there for your your dogged tenacity. But what I think is hilarious is so the first photo is we have the guy running from the cops and he's coming past a car in what looks like the driveway of a gentleman who is wearing his flippy floppies and sweatpants and he's putting garbage away and he sees this guy and he's like, what the heck? And then the next picture, the cops come in and one of them is rolling their ankle. It looks like it snapped. Painful. 
and the gentleman uh, who has taken out his trash is pointing in that direction. Then you've got the photo of one cop on a fence, and the other one just kind of looking around for him, and then finally your perp walk where they got him, and they're, they're walking him out. Right, right. So Very fine work, Nightcrawler. Thank you, thank you. So I actually saw the guy hiding in my neighbor's shed, and that's the neighbor you actually see taking out the trash. <laughs> and the, uh, the law enforcement were in pursuit but couldn't find him, and when they saw me taking photos of him inside the shed, the guy came out and tried to see if the coast was clear. <laughs> And that's when he saw law enforcement on every side of him, and he booked it by my neighbor while he was taking out the trash, and he pointed him in the direction, and he was caught a short while after that. So you He's a had hero. Photos He's of, a hero. You had photos of the criminal before the police saw him? Well, yeah, he was hiding in my neighbor's shed, and he saw me taking a photo of him, so he came out... And that's when he saw law enforcement on either side of him and tried to book it somewhere else. So you else. flushed him out. You could say that. Well, that's why you're the People's Champion of the Week. Uh, <laughs> tell uh, us I, more. Well, along, along with Trash Man here, yeah, the guy who's throwing out this garbage. About the Flippy Floppy King. Yeah, so I actually, I, I don't know if he just woke up, but he well, he, he was taking out he was taking, taking out the trash. That's what he's, he's doing. Yep, it's he's Sunday, you know, no shame. Taking care of business, and uh, he uh, looks to his left and sees a uh, suspect running towards him, so... Uh, uh, a short while after that, a uh, police officer came barreling through his yard and tripped on his, uh, I, I, I don't know if he tripped or his knee gave, uh, I'm not really sure what happened, but it appears he rolled his ankle while in pursuit of the suspect. Yeah, it looks brutal. A lot of comments about that, uh, about that ankle. Yeah, yeah. So what was, what was this uh, suspect wanted for? This, uh, so Jackson Gardner's story, um, let's see, we'll just read it here. A transient man was arrested by the Washington State Patrol on Sunday after he led police on a pursuit that reportedly started on U.S. Highway 12 near Ethel and ended in a residential neighborhood in Chehalis. Oh, that's your residential neighborhood. Michael yep. Baltonado, 31, was arrested on charges including attempting to elude a police vehicle, second-degree attempted assault, Possession of a stolen vehicle, possession of a controlled substance, and two counts of possession of another's identification. Sounds like a bad guy. Well, well. You think he would have ditched the controlled <clears throat> substance? He probably really thought he was going to get away and he wanted yeah, that for later. Had, sounds like he had time. <laughs> Should have threw it at Crawler when he started taking pictures of him in the shed. <laughs> yeah, Crawler. Oh, this isn't mine. The, <laughs> These are your the drugs. Suspect threw the drugs at me. I'm, I'm keeping them. <laughs> the whole story is at cronline.com, though, along <clears throat> with the uh, Crawler's photos. And I, I continue to be impressed by you, Night Crawler. You do good work. Thank Just, you. Thank you. I appreciate Society that. of Professional Journalists Award winning photographer for the Chronicle. It is worth knowing. 21 now. I believe he's single. Are you single, Nightcrawler? For the moment. Single, but not ready to mingle. <laughs> COVID-19. Uh, and you must be aware, if you are dating Nightcrawler, all the crime happens near him. It's true. It's, it's uh, true. It's, it's an affliction. <clears throat> it's like, yeah, it's a Spider-Man situation. It really is. Anyway, now we move on to my favorite part of the podcast, Schwartz's least favorite part. It's time oh, for Facebook comments no. of the week. And, Crawler, I believe you have one or two of these as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I did have one here. Um, it was on, I don't remember what story it was on, but it says, uh, is Jared the only photographer on staff? Every article I read seems to feature his photos. Does he sleep? 
And the answer is no. I, I don't sleep. Not at all? Uh, I, very, very rarely. It's a, it's a rare occurrence. My favorite crawler story is when you first started shooting for us. Uh, you were but a teenager, and now you're a, an old man at 21. Um, but getting to work and thinking I was the only one there because I got to work at ungodly times in, the, in those days, what, 4.35 in the morning, and I smelled smoke, and I thought, fire? Is, uh, is the, old, the old gray lady going to burn down on me? <laughs> And no, it's just Nightcrawler in his vest, uh, having returned from a fire um, on Interstate 5, where I believe uh, an off-duty firefighter pulled somebody from a vehicle and saved their lives. That's correct. Uh, you were like 18 then, so. Overachiever. He is, he is the king. For those who would want to recruit him, I will say he's under contract for 10 years, so <laughs> you, can't, uh, you can't actually have Crawler on your staff. And he is the only photographer. We don't have another one. I have a few comments. Uh, here's one on, I believe, some variety of BLM protest. This guy just says, That's right. Nobody cares why the protesters are even there when the riots take center stage. I know their protest message doesn't stand a chance of getting through to me. Uh, wild take by that guy. Impervious to protest uh, He will not be swayed takes. by your protest. Uh, Did you know there's a the so the the protests uh, that have happened? Let's see if we can hit them all over over the last several months. You have Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, um, open up the government now, please. Uh, Culp rallies, Lauren Culp rallies. Those aren't protests, but yep, save the children. Tomorrow in Olympia is uh, student athletes are going to be protesting their lack of uh, athletics. I mean, they can huh? just go outside and play. They could, they but they're... I su- seven on seven drill. The oh, and we had bowling as well. We had bowling. The bowling yeah. is my favorite. But yeah. Reasonable folks wanted to bowl. Chronicle Sports Editor uh, Eric Trent will be heading to Olympia tomorrow to cover this protest. So Interesting. Yeah. I like it. This is the... If, if one good thing has come out of this year, it's uh, it's been the, the year of protest. There's a protest for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, another comment uh, in one of the... Chroni- I'm not sure which post this was... But a heated debate broke out about whether or not Jesus was Antifa. That, that's an actual thing that happened in the comments? Comment. Was Jesus anti-fa? Question mark. Asking for someone else. Period. L-M-F-A-O! Exclamation point. Uh, and then a partially in earnest and a partially in jest debate took place. Well... And That's more. why you should follow us on Facebook for all the enlightened <laughs> Facebook comments that accompany our stories. Uh, one more. This is on the NVN, Nisqually Valley News Post. Uh, editor's notes. It's the best of Nisqually in the worst of times. The comment says, here's an idea. How about having fair and accurate voting and releasing those numbers <laughs> to the public? Because everyone knows this thing is rigged for the chamber preference and who uh. actually wins. We get that. Uh, I think that's common for any contest that newspapers run, and almost all newspapers run these best of contests. Uh-huh. Um, we'll stick to the Lewis County edition. We're doing the Nisqually one now, but <clears throat> we had thirteen thousand votes. That's a pretty good cross sampling. That's a lot. Um, but yeah, you can vote every day, so it's not like you're electing a president. Um, at least we hope not. If the postal service doesn't have its say, uh, <laughs> you can vote every day. But it does mean you, whoever wins usually has the most engaged and uh, loving. I mean, patrons. It's, it's literally a popularity contest. Yeah, last year at the Nisqually, the best of Nisqually, I uh, woke up the day after the banquet, which was lovely. And we had met in person, shook hands, hugged. It was wonderful. I miss it. 
But uh, one of the local pot stores was very angry because surely I had rigged the competition because I'm a big fan of the other pot store, is wow. what he insisted. So, uh, but it happens. A lie. <laughs> it happens every year. I'm going to come up with some new categories next year, though. I've, I've resolved that. <laughs> All right. Gentlemen, that is... Uh, oh, I guess, what, what do we got coming in uh, the next edition? Do we have anything yet? Uh, I don't it's really still know. The paper just came out a couple hours ago. I can tell you that uh, we have an excellent piece by uh, Nisqually Valley News assistant editor Eric Rosane. Oh, um, yeah, get on the Rosane train. Get on the Rosane train. Um, he, he's been all over this Skookumchuck wind farm story since it started, um, from the, you know, it's happening, to it's being built, to this uh, Chehalis man died um, in a trench that wasn't properly um, secured. Uh, L&I finds, anyways, all of his reporting got him a call from an individual from Salcombe, actually, which is not in the NVN's coverage area, um, who got injured on the site. Um, he's worked on over 100 wind farms, and he says that the Skookumchuck Wind Project is the most dangerous wind farm I've ever been on. Um, he's alleging, uh, it's kind of a whistleblower story, he's alleging like rampant safety issues, um, a desire to kind of get the thing done fast rather than get it done safe mm-hmm. um and as l and i determined with the death of the shales man jonathan stringer um it does seem like some corners were beginning cut anyways it's a he did a good interview with them um got a brief statement from the company um and he continues to do a good job that'll probably be in thursday's edition of the chronicle as uh, it's also in the nvn this week so straddles the thurston lewis county line all right good stuff coming later this week um I think that's all we got for you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening. Nice short one. And be sure to vote us Best Podcast in Lewis <laughs> County at next year's Best of Lewis County Awards, where I will shed a tear on stage if I get to read my own name. <laughs> Thank you, and we'll talk to you It'll later. It'll be rigged. This, <laughs> later, it will definitely be rigged. We'll talk to you uh, this weekend.